Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Belle. And I'm Miley. And today we're going to be talking about the legend of Sadie Baker, which is an urban legend in Tennessee. Woo-woo. In Coffee County, Tennessee. Now that's a county I would like to live in. Yes. I don't know. I always remember the county that it's in, but. Is it just it's that probably specifically? Just it's okay. County. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this story takes place when a lot of haunting stories do, which is the 1800s. No surprise. Yeah, for real. Um, I'll be honest, I couldn't find a ton of reliable sources with this one. But, I mean, it's uh, about a ghost, so... Yeah. How reliable are <laughs> sources? Um, Grant, And also, most, like, folklore and legends and stuff like that are more, like, word of mouth. They're not, like... Write this down in a history yeah, book. Yeah, there aren't very many I records. <laughs> I swear it. <laughs> I can just, I can just imagine a grandpa being like, "This should be in a history book." Uh, I, I guarantee you, somebody has said that at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably about like Mothman oh, or like yeah. Bigfoot. Oh yeah. I wonder if is Bigfoot in his. Well, I'm getting super <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> um, but. This one, I don't know. As I tell the story, it at first it's like, this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but then it's like, man, I think this might be true. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I just like slowly fall into like Stockholm syndrome with a lot of these hauntings and I'm like, this is real. Yeah. I can feel it in my gut. I feel like most my of the stories. My gut always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like most of the stories that, you know, we talk about are at least. Um, just kidding. I'm not going to say that. The majority of our stories are at least somewhat believable, I think. Yeah, okay, like haunting-wise. Yes, totally. Agreed. Um, Murders, Agreed. obviously, because those are like official records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, murders are definitely <laughs> real. <laughs> okay, so this story starts in Manchester, Tennessee in the 1800s with a one... <laughs> A one woman, a young woman (laughs) named Olivia Shelton. Olivia's family are super well known in their communities and they have such a creepy phrase. Like everything that I read was like they have many beautiful daughters and they have strong sons. And I was like, I hate everything about (laughs) that is so cringy. Beautiful daughters and strong sons. Isn't that what we all strive for is to just have I don't even want to say it out loud. Disgusting. No. Uh, But but Olivia was regarded as the most desirable Shelton daughter. Ew. Yeah, I hate everything about that too. Desirable. Ew. Listen, okay, I'm just repeating what I heard. Yeah. Which is so gross and I hate it. These what I'm about to say is also creepy, but it will make sense later. Okay. <laughs> she had long dark hair and blue eyes and very tan skin. Mm-hmm. She had many suitors who were trying to marry her, not only for her beauty, but also because she is extremely kind. Okay. Uh, this kindness comes into play when she meets a young woman looking for coins on the street. Olivia had never seen this woman before, and honestly, her curiosity got the best of her. She asked her her name and where she was from, but received no reply. So naturally, she does what any rational human would do. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. And invites her back to her house with her. Oh, oh yeah. That's how... 
you know, most horrible stories begin is inviting a stranger yeah, into your home. I would like to say that I'm kind, but if this is the okay. level of kindness, I'm definitely not kind. But I also feel like there is a difference between being kind and being stupid. Yeah, it makes me think of that time that you saw that man on the side of the road and was like, I think I should call 911. You called us and you were like, I think I should call 911. And me and Allie were both like, don't do it. Don't call 911. What's the point? And Destin was like, you should call him. And I was in the background. I was like, no, it's not your responsibility. Don't call them. Yeah, I'm glad Dustin told me that because I probably would have felt bad for a long time. I drive by there all the time. Yeah, but like, what if he was dead? You would have been the first person that they accused of his murder. I don't think so. I literally said, there's a person laying on the side of the road and I think somebody should go check on him. And then they asked me my name and they were like, all right, cool, thanks. And I was like, no problem. Years later, you're going to get a call and it's going to be like, Miley Stewart, we need you to come in for some questioning. This person's dead. (laughs) I hope not. That's where my that, mind that would takes be, me. That would be my look. Honestly. I had to call I'm 911 so many times deed. as a kid because my mom took that whole like Good Samaritan thing to another level. And I literally just got to the point where I was like nine years old and I'd be calling 911 <laughs> and be like, hello. <laughs> me There's again. someone on the side of the road. <laughs> my mom's helping them. I guess. Please come here. My frosty is melting. <laughs> I could totally imagine young Bill saying that. I was such a hateful little <laughs> That literally happened once though. Like we had just gotten Wendy's and everyone had gotten a Frosty and mom freaking, oh God, bitterness just floods back. (laughs) She stopped because someone, and this is awful and I have a really good hearted mother. She stopped because someone had got their head beaten in and I literally called 911 and I was like, hello, my mom's helping this man. He's hurt. Our Frosties are melting. Can you please come? (laughs) Looking back now, I could have had a lot more kindness to me, but I was really well, upset because, like, I guess that lack of kindness is also why you don't invite strangers into your home like Olivia here did. Thank you for bringing us back to the point because <laughs> I literally would have just kept ranting about how many times I had to call 911 before I even turned like 10. Ooh. Which was too many. Okay. Yeah, was okay. Lot. Well, when Olivia and her mother and sisters began helping this mystery woman get cleaned up, they started to realize that this random woman was actually like super pretty. That's so okay. How much does it take for someone to realize that someone is attractive? Like, how? I'm assuming she had, if she was looking for points on the street. I'm assuming, you know, her clothes probably weren't very clean. Yeah. She probably wasn't very clean. But does it really take that much for you to be like, wow, this woman is actually Well, I mean, like in movies, the ugly duckling is suddenly attractive when she lets down her ponytail and takes off her glasses. Seriously. It's the most annoying thing in the world. I guess if this is based off of a movie, then it makes sense. True. I don't think it is. This is based out of the 1800s. I don't (laughs) think they had like movies. (laughs) I don't know for sure, though. (laughs) Um, As we all know, I'm not a historian. (laughs) Um, She had blonde hair and green eyes and alabaster skin. Creepy details. But again, she's basically the exact opposite of Olivia. Okay. Like in every way. Mm -hmm. Um, Except they were both... It brings up that they were both like really petite women. Uh. um, Because 
Sadie can fit into Olivia's clothes. Oh. So they're both like really small. Okay. She was believed to be in her early 20s and was around the same size as Olivia. Yeah. So she could wear clothes. Uh, now begins the descent of this story. Mm, fun, fun, After fun. the mystery girl was cleaned up and was seen to be an obvious hottie, all the Sheldon <laughs> sisters became. I'm sure that's exactly what it said. Yeah. She was a hottie. It definitely didn't. But I put this in belt language. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, all the sisters became like crazy jealous and were like, she's going to steal all the men in town and we're going to be. Oh bums <laughs> again bell, I mean, that's bell that language would be, that would be pretty flattering if I was her I'd be like wow thanks guys for being so threatened by me yeah but at this point she still hasn't spoken yet <laughs> well yeah that's, uh, no one knows what her name is or anything about her she's completely mute Okay, so the girls weren't the only one who were worried about her attractiveness. Okay. Uh, Mr. Shelton was also not happy, <laughs> which is the dad. <laughs> not only because it's another person to feed and clothe and take care uh, of, well, but also yeah. because Olivia was being courted. And I said courted. Why do I keep saying it <laughs> so weird? Um, She's being courted okay. <laughs> by all these people, by these men. And if there was another beautiful... Multiple. I mean, I'm sure it was like The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm sure it was like... Too bad. <laughs> I'm sure like one dude was like okay. caught her eye. And okay. a couple others were like asking about her. Okay. But the dad was afraid that if this woman was seen out, that all eyes would be taken off Olivia. And Olivia wouldn't have her like pick of the litter, basically. Uh... I would also like to say, is it hmm, is it normal for like these two beautiful women to like I just I just don't see nowadays for there to just be like two young women who like everyone is just like obsessed with. Like if you see them well, walking down the street, you're like There was wow. a season of The Bachelor <laughs> that had two it started out with two bachelorettes. And the guys voted on which one they wanted to keep. <gasps> really? Yeah. Which yeah, but they only had two me. choices. This is like an entire town. Yeah, that's like, true. Wow. I guess this they this were really girl, crap out she? of luck with attractive people. That's in so Manchester, weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess so. But yeah, everybody wanted Olivia. I don't know. I guess she's nice and she was tan and. <laughs> I guess. She had green eyes. And nice. So what more could a man want? Yeah, I guess so. Um, they considered putting Sadie back out on the streets, but then realized oh. that would just make another family find her and they would have the same problem on their hands because Sadie would wow. get how how kind and considerate. I know they're them. like super thoughtful, right? Yeah. Uh so they decided to do what any psychopaths would do <laughs> and keep her trapped in the house. Oh. Even better. Gotta love it. Even Gotta better. It. Uh, she was told she was not allowed to leave for her own safety, but really it was just to hold off until all the Shelton daughters got married um, so that she couldn't, like, interfere. Uh, the children were not allowed to talk about their new house guests at all to, like, anyone and were not allowed to take her outside of the house. I wonder how long this time period was between when... 
between when Olivia found her and when they decided to lock her up? I'd say not very long. Yeah, probably not. Because they were probably like paranoid the second they found out she was pretty. It was probably like if Blake Lively were Mm -hmm. like hidden away. Yeah. And they were like, man, she's just too pretty. I mean, if I got to choose one person to look like, I'm pretty sure I would choose Blake Lively. Agreed. She's the most perfect. Or Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Also Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, yeah, they hid her away. Shockingly, the rule was broken. (laughs) Big surprise here. LOL. Not a shock whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, After only a few days, Olivia decided to take the mystery lady out to the store with her. Because Olivia was unthreatened by her beauty. <laughs> Olivia hey, was gotta like... gotta admire that confidence. I'm a snack. I don't have to worry <laughs> about this girl. She's like, I'm great. Everyone hey. knows it. Again. But word spread pretty fast, like they always do in small southern towns. Yeah. <laughs> and hopeful... And one specific hopeful suitor showed up at the door the very next day. That was fast. And to Olivia's dismay, it was the most eligible bachelor in Manchester. The guy Olivia was hoping would soon pick her as his wife. The plot thickens. He asked for the mystery lady's hand in marriage. And to say the least, the Sheltons were... Very angry. (laughs) (laughs) They were furious. Um, the mom lied to the man and said that they had to ask for the woman's family about her hand. After he left, Olivia basically threw a little temper tantrum Mm -hmm. and told her mother to do whatever needed to be done so that the marriage didn't happen. Oh, when she was the one who took her out of the house to begin with. Yeah, because she was like, I'm hot. The confidence just really got the best of her. Yeah, for real. Uh, she went on to even tell her mom to t- drive her to another town and drop her off. Yeah, so Olivia's not and as kind she, as we think she is. She's yeah, a little brat. Seriously. And she still hasn't even spoken. Yeah. She's just... Oh, she hasn't said man. anything. Cur- like, that's... Mm, I guess in this case, beauty can be a curse. Here's where it takes a turn, friends. An even worse turn. Like, the wrong turn, some might say. (laughs) So the family did what a lot of idiots did back in the 1800s and accused this woman of being a witch. Because why not? Why? My greatest fear. Why not? If I was to go back in time. One, have you seen the color of my hair? They're automatically going to think I'm a witch. True. Yep. Automatically. They're going to be like, that girl, you see how blonde her hair is? Witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, that, oh God, that's more worst nightmare. Miss um, Shelton, being the awful woman that she is, went to the town preacher and claimed that the mystery lady was a witch. Said she appeared <sighs> out of thin air in their town and refuses to speak or could not speak because she was convinced only evil will come out if she does. She also accused her of bewitching the whole town into believing that she was beautiful. 
which honestly would make me the maddest out of all these accusations. <laughs> I would, maybe I'm just shallow or vain or something. But if someone was like, if she talks, only evil will come out. And guess what? I don't even think she's that pretty. I think she's just a facade. <laughs> I would talk at that point. I'd be like, are you serious? She said, rude. She said, forget jeans. I don't even know what those are. It's just a spell. That exactly. she has oh God, I would be so mad. I'd be like, do you know how hard it was for me to be this pretty? <laughs> that would be game over for me. I would definitely talk by then. This woman has a much calmer temper yeah, than I do. Seriously. Oh God. I would be oh, I'd be furious. Granted, one of my worst fears was I mean, obviously it's not a fear nowadays. <laughs> but in the eighteen hundreds would be being accused of being a witch. You can't win. I'm I, like I've, I've said this multiple times. Salem witch trials. I would have definitely been accused. And then yeah. I found out that one of my ancestors was accused oh, of being yes. a witch, and she was like, "Yeah, I am." And she so she didn't die. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that much research into it. After I found out that she was accused, I was like, "It all makes sense. <laughs> it all makes sense." It really does. I was not surprised when I found that out <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh, again. This is not shocking news at all. The whole town agreed that she was a witch. Because why not? I mean, why not? They debated the normal ways to kill a witch back in the day, which is burning, hanging, or drowning. But in the end, decided to bury her alive and put a heavy stone on her grave so she couldn't dig her way out. Worst nightmare. Yeah. Slowly losing oxygen as you're being buried alive. And she couldn't even try to get out because they put a stone on top of it. Oh. And we'll get it. We'll, we'll bring that back up later. Uh, minutes after they got their little plan together, their little witch hunt, basically, yeah. they headed over to the Shelton house and dragged the mystery woman out of the house. She never once spoke as they shoved her and spit on her <gasps> and hit her, even when they tied her hands behind her back and tied them to a pole and dragged her to her grave. <gasps> she never spoke one single word. I just wonder what has kept her from speaking all this time. I don't know. Belle would have... Oh, God. Yeah. I would have lost it. The second someone spit on me, I would have been like, you yeah, can punch really? me in the face. Ugh, that's but that's disgusting. disgusting. Have you yes. never heard of COVID-19? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was um, a little before that, Tom. <laughs> yeah, true. But back then, you didn't have vaccinations. It yeah, was like, you get no. tuberculosis, you die. Yeah. Spitting? Mm -mm. No, thank you. The only time she ever spoke a word was to Olivia. It's said that she looked at Olivia in an unsettling manner. Olivia was crying at the time, which infuriates me because all of this is her fault to begin yeah. with. If they would have just left this woman on the street, she would have never had this problem. I mean, I'm not saying uh, don't do charity. Yeah. Uh. I'm not saying don't help people. But in this woman's case... She just left her alone. I just have such mixed feelings because her life, like she, okay, she's okay. about to be buried alive. No, yeah, but she did like welcome her into the home, and she even took her out after her family said, "Okay, listen, listen, hear me out." And yes, she did horrible, horrible things. But also, imagine having to live the rest of your life knowing that you were like. That someone died because of you. Like a horrible death. 
I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As we all know, I probably wouldn't have picked this woman up in the first place. I would have yeah. been like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good luck. Here's some money. <laughs> or just don't make eye contact. Yeah, I would have just been like, oh my God, it's a stranger. <laughs> Panic. Um, she looked a crying Olivia Shotton in the eyes and said, I am Sadie Baker. And that was it. Those are the only words she ever spoke. That kind of gives me chills a little bit thinking about it. I hate it. Well, I mean, I love it because I'm like, yes, yeah, what you get, Olivia. But also, I'm like, this poor woman died. Yeah, that's horrifying. Could you imagine, like, her? Oh, just I would be terrified. The- if I was Olivia, I'd be like, throw me in the grave too. I'm not doing this yeah, anymore. Seriously. This is scary. No. Um, so a few months after Sadie's public murder, Olivia married the man who had originally asked for Sadie's hand in marriage. Wow, I'm sure that was a very uh, joyous wedding that they had. These people suck. Yeah, for real. Suck hard. Um, I literally have annoyed in all caps in my <laughs> notes. Uh, Olivia was happy in her marriage and her role as this random dude's wife. I mean, oh, obviously nice. this guy had to either have a lot of money or be a real hottie. Yeah. Because Maybe both. someone died. So that they could get married. That yeah, that's true. And still, I'm I just like <laughs> she, and she still too was okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could marry someone who chose someone else. Chose me second. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be pretty ticked. Visibly chose me second. Yeah. He showed up at the door and was like, "Hi, I'd like to marry this woman." I would not be happy. And then a few months later, he's like, eh, guess I'll settle guess. for your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Nope. That's yeah, not Yeah, I'm not works. game for that either. Mm-hmm. But their honeymoon phase did not last long. Olivia quickly became paranoid that her husband was thinking of Sadie and not her. I mean, probably. Rational because fear. she was just murdered in public. Exactly. Exactly. She began staring in the mirror for longer and longer. And even hallucinating of seeing Sadie in the mirror. Well. Yeah. Uh, her tan skin would appear paler and her dark hair began looking like Sadie's light blonde. The longer that she stared in the mirror, she would start to like. Ooh. Yeah. Creepy. Uh, obviously, her husband was getting super freaked out by this. Yeah. <laughs> and would try to get her to walk away from the mirror, but she would always refuse. Uh, after she began pulling out her hair in clumps Ooh. and claiming that her dark hair does not belong with her blonde, her husband brought her to the same crapping preacher <laughs> that accused Sadie of, of being a witch. And this dude, who sucked, uh, I only assume it's the same guy. This isn't a big town. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, w- that makes sense. From what I can read, Manchester in the 1800s is not a super big town. So I assume it's the same preacher. If not, <laughs> someone, someone, please, like, go back in time and put a better pastor in this town. Come <laughs> on. Um. So this. <laughs> oh boy. So much anger. I feel so much anger. So the preacher said that what must have happened was that Sadie bewitched Olivia on the day of her murder. To embody herself, like Sadie, basically possessed, has now possessed Olivia. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Super we're just cool. really taking this witch thing and running with it. Yeah, she's possessed now. Okay. Uh, they started treatments. That is what it's it. All of the things I read just said they started treatments. I'm assuming it's like exorcisms. Yeah. Which is eh, terrifying. Is that is mm, is, is that, that treatment? Wait, I but don't know. I thought. Extra, like you know, things like that were like with demons. What do people do when they think that they're cursed? Salt circles, <laughs> burn some sage. Yeah. I, uh, when you think you're uh, wear a crucifix, oh, no, I've never been I cursed. Don't I don't know. I'm assuming I haven't either. I mean, she went to a preacher. Maybe, maybe they just prayed a lot. Maybe. Maybe she like slept in the church or something. It's possible. I don't know what treatments were back then. Yeah, me either. Waterboarding could have also been it. Yeah. <laughs> um, regardless, nothing seemed to work. <laughs> then one fateful night, Olivia was seen fleeing from her house, screaming to the top of her lungs, I am Sadie Baker. Her husband caught up with her and pulled her to the ground. He claims she had the strength of 10 men and managed to throw him off all while, and I quote, laughing devilishly. Olivia was laughing devilishly. That sounds I don't know horrifying. if this man has heard the devil laugh before. I definitely haven't. I don't even want to. Yeah, you. You, no, God, I don't either. <laughs> um, no, thank you. So Olivia ran into the woods, and even through all of the thorough searches, like night and day, from what I've read, like they searched these woods. Top to bottom. Mm. Olivia was never seen again. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Also, mm. how does this man know what the strength of 10 men is? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> was Maybe. he playing like one man tug of war? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, he was involved with some competition. I lost that, to these 10 know. men now one time playing tug of war. And when I wrestled her to the ground, that's exactly what it <laughs> felt like. <laughs> Had flashbacks to that fateful day at that picnic that one time. <laughs> oh, my God. So the interesting part and what makes me think that this whole story is true is there is a grave for Sadie Baker in Concord Cemetery in Tullahome, Coffee County, Tennessee. Wow. How far away is that? I would like to see that grave. Uh, Wait. Couldn't tell you. I'm assuming... Oh, man. Is that like where they buried her alive, I'm assuming? Yes. So. Oh, I don't like that. There is no date of birth or death. But if you look at the grave, you can still see the remnants of the rock. Now mostly covered by grass. The remnants of the rock that they put over top of her grave so that she couldn't like dig her way out when she's buried alive i don't know those 10 men that that guy's tug of war with must have put it on there (laughs) but yeah like i even saw pictures and we'll post them on our instagram follow us at amm pod um (laughs) you can still see like the rock is it a big rock i mean from what i can tell from the picture it looks pretty big and i mean Mm. i mean i don't know if they like pulled out a tape measure and buried her like six feet in the ground yeah but yeah you can still see like it it shows the grave sadie baker and like you can kind of see like the stone that is so crazy i mean i know that you're not supposed to disturb burials 
But I just, ugh, I would just love to know, like, you know, for people to, again, like, I don't want anybody to dig <laughs> up her bones, but it would be cool to know if it fit, like, the age and everything. So, here is who they think she is. Um, through not some super in-depth research, because mm-hmm. I'm not paying for Ancestry.com unless they ever want to sponsor us in the future. <laughs> I'm not paying that much money to no, look up this ghost not. lady. No, um, Sarah, who we believe is Sadie Baker. Her mm-hmm. name was Sarah Baker, and Sadie was a nickname. Mm-hmm. It is believed that she's included in the 1850 Franklin County Census, as well as the 1860 Coffee County Census. Sarah Baker was the daughter of William Wileman in Franklin County in 1838, and was the widow of Samuel Baker, Private Captain Ferris Company, Tennessee Infantry. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what half of that stuff means. <laughs> um, who died in Florida during the Seminole War of an illness. But that would make sense. Yeah, so that's who the they story. believe that Sadie Baker is, is this Sarah Baker woman. And her husband died of illness in the war in Florida. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming she wouldn't have ever seen him again. Uh, Which I mean, okay. Grief affects everyone differently. So I'm thinking maybe that's why she was mute. Oh yeah. That would make sense. Cause from what I can read, she didn't have any kids or anything like that. So it was just her and her husband. That is horrible. Oh man. That is so horrible. Yeah, and then he dies, and then she's seen in, yeah, she's seen in Coffee County looking for coins, and then this witch of a woman, Olivia. Yeah, really. Because still, it again makes sense, because widows were just kind of like thrown to the side. We're like, you know, good for yourself. I mean, the fact that she didn't get remarried is kind of shocking, because she didn't have kids. Mm. So. It's surprising. And apparently she was like, a hottie too so i'm kind of confused by that but i mean she could have ran away from her life then or even been kicked out of her house because she didn't have a husband and back then i mean women couldn't really get jobs and stuff like that but yeah that's the legend of sadie baker oh and they say that i mean you can still go to her grave and some people will leave like coins and they say that sometimes you'll see her there um i'd like to have a conversation some people Ouija board. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. No, no. I'll pass. Hard pass. Um, they say that you can like leave gifts at her grave and stuff. Aww. And that she appreciates flowers <gasps> and everything like that. It's really I sad. Leave honestly. her flowers. We can drive to Coffee County. <laughs> Please. Uh, I really don't know how sad. far away that is from us. But I don't either. Yeah. That's Legend of Sadie Baker. Olivia Shelton. I mean, if we break this down into simplicities, the Shelton family sucks. Mm-hmm. Sadie deserved better, and Absolutely. whoever this guy is obviously does not know how to pick women. Properly. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, which he probably just got remarried after this. He's probably like, "Well, she went crazy. Let's go find another wife." Yeah, seriously, it didn't seem to bother him when the first woman, you know. Yeah, it didn't seem murdered. to bother him when the first one was murdered, like probably in front of him, because I can only assume that all these people would have been like watching. Yeah, because I mean, what else is like there that? to do back then? <laughs> Yeah, when things like that happened, it was like a big event and people were yeah, like, Yeah, a ton of people went to the Salem witch trials. So it's like, he was probably there. Yeah. And saw this woman. 
Which begs the fact, why didn't he say anything? What a freaking jerk. Yeah, but also he, I mean, he just saw this True, pretty he, woman yeah. at the store and was like, like, I've been bewitched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not really? pretty. Yeah. So he probably so. didn't know. So basically, Olivia is the worst and so is her family. Yeah. Those are the real villains here in the story. Yeah. Well, that's Legend of Sadie Baker. That was another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod and like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash AppalachianMM. You can also email us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com. Thanks for exploring the weird and wild and spooky parts of Appalachia with us.